Redbrook Recap, People Papers Podcasts. Hello and welcome back to Redbrook Recap, the University of Birmingham's official student newspapers podcast. I'm your host and deputy editor, Emily Calder, and I'm here with my fellow deped, Lydia. Lids, do you want to say hi? Hi. And today we are here with the lovely life and style. Girls, do you want to introduce yourselves in turn with your name and position? Hello, I'm Frankie. I'm one of the online editors. Hi, I'm Elizabeth and I'm also on online. Hi, I'm Ellie and I'm one of the print editors. Hi, I'm Estelle, and I'm the other print editor. Lovely. Well, it's great to have you guys here today. Um, We're going to ask you some questions, and then our listeners will be able to find out a bit more about you as a section. So our first question for you all, if you all want to answer in turn, is how did you get involved with Redbrook? So I was a writer in my first year, because I'm in my second year now, and I wrote a lot for different sections, but... One that I did for Life and Style was I covered the Women's March that the university organised and it was really good fun and it made me think that if I were an editor I could suggest more articles like that and um, kind of write things that really make a difference. So at the end of first year I interviewed for editor and I was lucky enough to get it and it's been really fab. Yeah, so I didn't start writing until second year. I found it a bit daunting, which I'm not sure why because it really isn't (laughs) when you get involved with it. But I started writing second year, mainly for life and style, did a few pieces for them and then had my interview. And yeah, I was was really fortunate as well to get a position as an editor. Um, So mine's a bit different um, because this is my second year of being an editor. Um, So last year I was an online editor and then this year I've moved to print. Um, So when I was in my first year, I did a lot of writing for life and style um, and also for some other sections. I think I wrote some stuff for culture as well. Um, And then I interviewed to be um, an online editor. Um, And then I loved it so much um, that this year I thought I'd try something a bit new and a bit different. So I'm now doing the print side of things. Um, So I actually didn't know about Red Brick until second year. I had no idea, absolutely no idea. And I can't remember how I found out about it, but I remember writing my first article and thinking it was so cool when it was published. Mm -hmm. It was online, but I just (laughs) remember sharing it on my Facebook page and all my family commenting. (laughs) And I went for online editor when I went on my year abroad, um, but I realised that I think it's, it's probably better to be around, like, Anyway, so I went for print mm-hmm. the year after. I was lucky enough to get it. Luckily, I've got Ellie by my side, otherwise, I'd be pretty <laughs> um, But yeah, that's my Red Brick story. Because you're such a big section. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what's the dynamic like with the four of you? It works quite well, I think. Yeah. Um, we kind of do a lot of it together. Obviously, we split into our online and our print sections for yeah. editing, but all of the kind of things that need to be sorted out and the replying to emails and Facebook messages, we kind of all take it in turns and do it together, don't we? Yeah, I think we found a really good balance. Like each week we'll rotate who's posting and who's kind of responding to writers' messages. And I think that's um, kind of how it makes it so like harmonious between each other, just really picking up the work when like someone needs you to and taking it easier when you need the break. So yeah, it works really well. I always imagine if you were to get together for your ops, it's just like everything smells good. <laughs> like so much life, so much You always end up somehow wearing matching outfits or oh, yeah. matching <laughs> outfits. I pretty much the same dress the other day. 
Yeah, and even today we both got our tartan trousers yeah. on. <laughs> That's how you know you're a good team. I yeah. mean, Liz and I, we've turned up in matching outfits yeah. so many times. Talia and I have now started doing it. Mm-hmm. I think we just we just spend too much time together. Yeah, just start merging yeah. into yeah. the same people. We're yeah. just the same person, all of us. <laughs> no, it's a nice place to be. Um, yeah, so we're going to kickstart conversations about life and style. Um, do you guys quickly want to, for anyone who's not read your section or read Red Brick before, what sort of content, like what what comes under the umbrella term of life and style? What is life and style? <laughs> we do a bit of everything, I think. Uh, I, feel like, to, sorry, I, feel, I feel like we've branched out quite a bit this year, yeah. especially. We're trying to kind of move away from your typical like fashion and makeup yeah. and go into a bit more kind of opinion pieces like big things that are going on in society at the moment big things that are being spoken about yeah i think even within the style section to do with fashion it's a lot less um it's like superficial now i think we're really starting to investigate more what goes on behind like um closed doors with brands as like fashion's getting exposed more and more for the impact it has on the environment especially and i think uncovering that has made it really interesting the articles we've had this year I feel like when we when I come up with articles, it's about um, thinking about what's going on in the news, but adding like an, an angle to mm. it. So anything with a kind of like comment, but maybe sometimes a bit more juicy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it just any like an opinion on something, but it doesn't necessarily have to be about fashion or beauty. Like mm-hmm. it can just be the way you feel about something. Or yeah. We try and get our writers to kind of give their own take on things. Yeah. Mm. We try and leave it a bit open so they can kind of say what they think about it in their opinions, which is quite nice as well. Mm-hmm. I like comment, but a bit more juicy. I think that should be like your Instagram bio. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. So are there any particular uh, conversations going on in section right now or in Life of Star News in general that you think are particularly important and need, need some airtime? Um, something that's been coming up Um, week after week really is discussions around period poverty so in our print this week we've had an article about the new this girl can advert um, which basically um, looks at attitudes towards periods and it's one of the first articles um, not articles adverts to even really show women having periods doing sport on their period showing things like even tampon strings which just before would have been so taboo so that was a really important article for us and we've had Um, other articles that touch on areas of menstruating that people don't even know about so we had an article about endometriosis which affects so many women Um, but it's really um, takes ages to get diagnosed because there's just no information about it so I think in that way articles about things to do with periods can really educate people Mm -hmm. It's like that lovely feature you guys did with um, Scientech at the beginning of this year and how like your those conversations kind of kind of intersect with different disciplines. And like you're saying, Frankie, like once you open up that like can of worms, that's an institution you're targeting, like the whole medical world and like things can changes can be made. <laughs> yeah, I think as well it's just um giving the conversation back to women mm. and kind of telling them that this is the kind of stuff you should be informed about and you should know about your body and it's not the kind of thing that needs to be kept hush because it's taboo or mm-hmm. anything of the sort like it's it needs to be a conversation being have I think life and style love breaking taboos yes mm. <laughs> no. we definitely have taboo written about titles oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> love that plugging that content maybe that yeah. should be the next tagline breaking taboos yeah <laughs> <laughs> Also, for context, we're recording from the Redbrook office as per um, 
and there's another a cappella group rehearsing mm-hmm. next door. So if you can hear any lovely singing, mm-hmm. it's, not it's us, me. No. <laughs> <laughs> screaming inside to sing. She's yeah. recording. Yeah, I don't think she understands how a podcast works. <laughs> yeah, no, they're all lovely um, things that we need to bring up. It's kind of in light of our International Women's Day feature, which will be coming up mm. soon. Mm-hmm. Exciting. It's really exciting. Um, and yeah, have you guys got any initial ideas of people or you know movements that you might feature in your International Women Day content? Maybe something about with the Oscars, there's been the lack mm. of representation yeah. in things like directing. Yeah. So maybe to do, without stepping on the toes of film too much, <laughs> something on female directors. Yes. Um, might I was be actually nice. talking about this with my housemate the other day. Hello, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and we were talking about how this focus on um, female directors and maybe like giving them a voice in um, film directing and things like that is w- would that be too much of like a to- tokenism? Mm. Like, does it take mm. to, does it take away the kind of like credibility of you know the creative direction? If we're is it like a positive discrimination going wrong in some ways? It's like there's like two sides of the argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's too much. I'm thinking I'm always quite keen to talk about with life and style and everything our kind of like influencer culture, you yeah. know, all the like mm. YouTubers, bloggers, mm. all of that and the things they do I feel like it is quite impressive like um, it goes for more than like making kind of videos on YouTube some of them are kind of starting charities and raising awareness about mm. all these huge issues so I always think it's quite nice to kind of talk about someone like that so it's such an evolving yeah. industry as well <laughs> yeah it definitely is. To talk about. I agree I'm trying to think who I currently follow at the moment who I feel like is making waves Really know. There is one um, account, it's called Travel Mad Mum, and she um, she's an NHS nurse, and on her maternity leave, she took the whole nine months to go travelling with her babies, and now she's, oh, yeah, and it's so lovely, and like things like that, and she she's very down to earth in terms of like depicting like a very kind of, like con- conventional like family life, but also just addressing all sorts of things like she wants her children to be bilingual even though they're not like kind of um they're not of, like they don't speak different uh, languages the the mum and the dad but um just sort of like plugging all these resources for like day-to-day families like i think that's one of the blessings about social media is that it can be so humble and it's like so ubiquitous it's just there mm-hmm. and like all other mums and like parents etc could like tap into something like that i don't know i think something like that's really cool has anyone else got any particular accounts well, something that we were talking about um, before this is we've written an, um, we, we, one of our writers has written an article about the Happy News, which is a newspaper that we've only both read prints that I think yeah. news. And the girl who started that is called Emily Coxhead, and she is or was a student. I think she's graduated now, and she pretty much single-handedly runs the whole thing. She illustrates for the paper as well as um, being the editor in chief. And now it's really taken off and there's things like merchandise that you can get from it. But even though it is becoming a bit of a brand, it's still such a unique yeah. and positive thing. Mm. And I think that's that she deserves a little bit of attention. So maybe she could be one of our gals. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's so refreshing reading news that isn't bad news. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice to have such a focus on things that are positive and like the good people are doing in the world. Yeah. Right? Just mm. all the negativity. Mm. That's true. It's hard to get a balance of like not being ignorant, but not ignorant, yeah. but just yeah. kind yeah, of like brushing over. But like, yeah. it wouldn't hurt to maybe have one headline a day that's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. not 
something really, really negative. But yeah, no, that's not, that publication sounds amazing. And I couldn't imagine doing all of it on my own. Like, you think about Red Brick. Imagine <laughs> doing Red Brick on, on your own. That's mad. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what a powerhouse. Yeah. On the back of that, any conversations that you feel like aren't happening in life and style and that you think need a bit more airtime or that you guys are like pioneering to kind of get out there a bit more? We were saying earlier, you can edit this out. <laughs> How, uh, no, we have a lot of crossover with comment, um, yeah. obviously, because there's a lot of opinion pieces and a lot of stuff that goes on in the news that we think would be great for life and style, but then uh, comment also wants to, basically everyone just wants to write about it, which is great because it's a lot of conversation that needs to be had. Um, so there is sometimes, I think, maybe, I think the se our section really has to try hard to be taken seriously. Mm. And I think we've really worked towards that this year. Um, and so sometimes maybe we don't uh, get content that we'd like to feature because it, it maybe isn't deemed life and style enough. Mm -hmm. But I think, I feel like there, there shouldn't be such a rigid kind of boundary or yeah. bracket around mm -hmm. what it is um, our writers can write about but I, 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 don't, I don't really know where I'm going we with it. suggested the um, Philip Schofield. Yeah. yeah. Ours, I think we did give it to Colette in the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happens, but yeah. I do feel like we've had a bit of a rebranding in some ways. Um, we cover some pretty beefy content. Yeah I think even if you look at like I the other day was going through Life and Styles kind of articles and I, I think I'd searched something and it came up with an article from I think it was like 2016 and like you look at all the content from then and it's so different to what's going on in 2020 and I think it just shows um, because it is a predominantly female section I think it just shows that the interests and um, the conversations women are having is becoming much more political much more intellectual and you're being encouraged to have these um, like I guess serious conversations mm. which is great because it's becoming more popular it's just like anything can be politicized like even mm. I know a lot of people would typically be like life and style is going to think about like beauty and fashion but all of those are so charged with like yeah so much yeah. political issues we, yeah we like we do like to talk about sustainability mm. Give some form of political charge to all art articles that cover fashion and beauty. Mm. Mm. And we do have a bit of a combination. Like even our pages, normally you have a couple of like really serious articles, and then maybe one or two that are a little bit less serious and yeah. a little bit more kind of fun and like things to do in Birmingham or you know yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, we like an advice piece. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but it, we do also like to cover the kind of current opinion, a bit more juicy pieces. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure, come a bit bit more juicy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. So, we, Em and I, have a, a wee challenge for you guys. Uh, last episode, we did with Food and Drink, uh, their Desert Island meal. And we were trying to come up with something that's life and style, kind of tailored. Um, and they used to be in your section. It doesn't exist anymore, but there used to be a, com uh, a column called Manthropology. Do you remember it? Oh, my it? goodness. Um, and it was all like, what do men think about yeah. women shaving their legs? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but... Yeah, people make choices in Red Brick. <laughs> um, so we were thinking, if you guys individually had a column in a publication, um, what would it be about and what would you headline it? So you can take this in whatever direction you want. Um, so should we start with Estelle? What would... Yeah. Got any ideas? Uh, mine's a bit weird and not very serious. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely fine. Go for it. Well, this is the only thing I could think of because... Um, well, 
I'm my housemates and my friend. All well, my friends know me for being very, very scatty and very and losing literally every possession that I have ever. <laughs> and um, so, pretty much every day when I wake up, I've got to try and put an outfit together when I don't have any possessions because I lose everything <laughs> in the wash or like somewhere. I have no idea on campus and everything. Um, Just envisioning so your I clothes like all over campus. <laughs> <laughs> Was it your bra in the library? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think I'd have to title it something like "It Stills Very Scatty and Tragic Life and Style Edit." Wow. That's quite a long title. So I like how to, yeah, very catchy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, covering my my very scatty life and my very scatty style put together. I don't know. So yeah, put, how to put an outfit together in the morning when you're one late for uni and two lost every item of clothing and accessory and possession ever. Love that. I'd read that. I would read yeah. that. Yeah. You know, when you're trying to get to a 9am on time and look reasonably... And you always look so stylish, Yourself, so You're always yeah. on it. Thank you so much. I'd never feel it. But <laughs> <laughs> All smoke and mirrors. <laughs> I would just read it just to find out where your clothes are on campus. Yeah, yeah. have them down. Where, where is Del's clothes today? <laughs> oh, finding her clothes. Yeah. <laughs> we could start a map. We could start a map. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow, these are all like real potential feature ideas. Mm-hmm. For let's get these written down. Let's get these written down. Come on. The Guardian Telegraph, are you listening? These are all, <laughs> these are all pictures. <laughs> Ellie, what, what's in store? Um, so I think if I was to have a little kind of column type thing, yeah. I my housemates and my like friends and family would all say that I just talk about things, like just like things I don't really know a lot about normally. And I just like yeah. have my own opinion, really like unjustified for no reason, but like I like to have an opinion anyway. So mine would be like have a different kind of topic each week and I would just talk about it, like my opinion, and it'd probably be something that I have no idea about. Um, but just kind of have a bit of a chat about it on my own to my <laughs> red brick view. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a creative name though, so that's okay. Don't know. But you see, we would be able to publish it because it would be properly referenced. Oh, oh. Okay, this is a serious. That is an issue we face <laughs> in the world of editing. Yeah, yeah that's true. We'd have to be very unorthodox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to put a disclaimer at the start. Like, by the way, she doesn't know what she's talking <laughs> about, but go with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, surely that's the selling point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ellie's unsupported claims. <laughs> that's a good name. Oh, Very that. nice. Yeah. Yeah. There Sorted. we go. Sorted. <laughs> Sold. Career done. Amazing. Elizabeth, aside from your a cappella career, what have you got to offer us? So, um, ignore like the sexual connotations to the title. But I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, go on, hit me. Um, hit me. I don't even. Um, but something like. I'm ready for you. <laughs> Something like um, Elizabeth's pillow talk, but not in that way. Not in that way. Sorry if I just broke the mic. I just screamed. Um, no, but basically, so I um, sometimes struggle to get to sleep, and I have these thoughts before I'm getting to sleep. Like you know, all these really deep, a lot of you know, existential, deep thoughts. And sometimes I think when people struggle to sleep, you get quite in your head and there's mm. a lot of thoughts that come up and so it might be nice have a kind of bi-weekly someone else is going through similar things mm. maybe a little bit about how to deal with some things in life you know a bit of a mental health kind of recheck yeah. see what's going on but um pillow talk might need a bit of work because mm. obviously it might give people the wrong impression so mm. that's a really good one it's pretty serious correct me if i'm wrong is this like the opposite of headspace is this like your existential ah. thoughts before you go to sleep or is this you being like headspace-esque and trying to help someone who's having those thoughts oh uh, god i don't know we we need to work on it emily we'll, we'll discuss afterwards <laughs> fine tune the brand yeah <laughs>
wrote people in and then be like, actually, that's completely different conversation. This is what people do, though, isn't it? Marketing always uses like sexual innuendos and things like that. We almost started. (laughs) We almost started a like column last year in Life and Style um, called Sex and the Selly. Oh, juicy! That's incredible. Ideas off to um, the committee, and they were like. <laughs> no, no, it was no. really juicy there. It was all about like Yasmin, who was one of our ex editors. Mm. She like, was all about how like the things she'd been doing. It wasn't like that. <gasps> it wasn't like that bad. But it was just like all of her really like failed dates and stuff. Okay. That's fun though. Nothing too explicit. No, no, it wasn't. Okay. It was life and style still. Oh, okay. I lo- I've always wanted like a relationship mm. kind of yeah. thingy, but it's quite hard to do that without being a bit tacky and a bit. Yeah. The Newcastle student newspaper, which I cannot remember the name off the top of my head right now, which is really bad. They have. <laughs> yeah, Red re- Brick Superior, sorry, Newcastle. Yeah, you can't remember the name. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, I remember looking at their paper on issue once just having a little nose seeing what seeing what the competition was up to um, and they have a column where they send two people on a date like a blind date and then afterwards they interview the other one about how they think it went oh, so does that yeah um and i opened one of them and one of the it was two guys on a date and one of them was um best friends with my friend from home and i'd met him and i was like oh hello why do i recognize you and um bless it i think he thought the date had gone really well and the other guy didn't think the same but that's kind of mean isn't it very juicy yeah god you've got the hard act to follow there (laughs) good luck sounds very boring in comparison to all of these um but i was just thinking that one of my nicknames is frank and um, it inspired the name of my spam account, which is to be frank. Oh, Bam. Um, yes, I know. What a trademark. <laughs> Sadly, it's uh, with underscores because there is another to be frank on Instagram. I mean, Somehow. How dare they? I know. But anyway, so I thought that I could call my column the same thing. And in, in light of frankness, it would be to do with honesty. So I would get people to tell me about their life problems and I would give them a very frank answer, such as, oh, your boyfriend dumped you, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I is something that. that we all need to hear, you know? I, yes. Sometimes. Like a harsh agony aunt. Yeah. 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 I like that. Sometimes you do need that in your life. Yeah. The, a little uh, niche in the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some brutal honesty yeah. from Frank. <laughs> Get your act together. Imagine if we just abandon like our section now and just have four columns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Estelle's, yeah. <laughs> Estelle's <laughs> lost clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie's <laughs> rambling. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe in the last issue of the year, take half a page each. I'd read it. Yeah. No, guys, we should do this. Yes, I think so. <laughs> and then Frankie just telling everyone to get their act together. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Failed your degree, get <laughs> over <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant I love that what would yours be if you thought no I actually haven't I mean all I talk about is my dietary requirements and how I don't know what's wrong with FODMAP me. and final year FODMAP and final year I was going to do that I'm not going to go into what FODMAP is oh, I, I, I know oh on my fridge all over it Oh. Wait, are you talking about... Yes, oh my god, I'm just thinking about when, when were you in my house? No, but I did, I did host a social... It was Redrick's birthday last week and we yeah, all... We had a party at Lids, there were potato letters, there was cake that we yes. made um, and then we went to Soul Jam, but there, oh. there is a list on 
Liz's fridge of all the foods that she can and can't eat yes. for context. It's not very exciting. Um, and I was just remembering that Life and Style Ubered to my house and back, even mm. though, how far away do you live, girls? About 10 minutes. About ages, ages. You've got, you've got to ride in style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. So much life, so much style. That's brilliant. Um, my, yeah, it would probably be something about um, FODMAP and being bloated. I don't know what my headline would be. Um, I think a lot of people would read that though because a lot of, yeah. a lot of people are bloated. Yeah. 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 Um, bloating about bloating. It, yeah, I think people <gasps> would be. What did you say? Bloating about bloating. Bam. <gasps> Bam. Oh, oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> what would yours be? Em? Probably not poo related. No, the only thing I can think of is the name of my finster, which is problematic. No. Um, yeah. On the. It would just be me probably moaning about my problems, you know. I, I said to Tali today, because I can't believe it's been a week since our birthday, and I was like, well, you know what? Time goes fast when your life's falling apart. <laughs> um, so probably something along the lines of that, and then everyone can just kind of laugh at my, my like tragedies. Yeah, oh, maybe maybe we could do a collaborative piece. I'll moan feature? to you. Yeah. I yeah. said to feature coming along, personally. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. No, interesting. And it would both be our, our private Instagrams flourishing. Yeah. No, it's a weird thing with private Instagram. I don't know. Do you have one? <gasps> we love a house. Oh, in, you have a house, Finster. I love it. Yeah. And then when people send messages, it's like, who's talking? No one I know. Yeah, we have Serious. People replying. It's like, who's replying? People take things down. It's like, who's taking down? I know. It's very beefy. The world of Instagram. Do you have one in this one? What is a Finster? Oh, my. It's like a spam. It's a spam account. So. Oh, no, I do know what yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. What, why is it called Finster? It's fake Insta. Oh, God, yeah. I should have known that. <laughs> that's just yeah, that's just it's not fake. If anything, it's more real than, than your actual Insta. Bam! Frankie with Frank honesty. Yeah. Exposing the real truth. <laughs> that's amazing. I feel like, I, I don't know, I, I addicted to mine. And I think I'd expose more than I'd want to. See, the thing is, I had some drama in my life last week and um, I was talking to Liz about it and I was like, I think there's too many people following me now for me to actually Mm -hmm. expose that, you know, what's really going on. I was saying to her, you know, there's maybe three or four people in my life who I really want to know, you know, my ins and outs. And I see them every day. They don't need to know via the Instagram. So maybe... Via the Instagram. So so (laughs) maybe the fake Insta is actually fake. Truth bomb. Truth bomb. (laughs) Can you tell us your favourite thing that you published this year that wasn't written by you? Frank, do you want to be yes. frank? Yes, so um, I proposed this one and it was written by one of our writers, Ellie Jeffrey, who does quite a lot for us and she's really good. And it was um, called, I believe, something like Meet Scaredy Cat, the drag queen who isn't gay. I remember reading And that. it was about a contestant on um, the UK drag race who identifies as bisexual but he was very open about the fact that he has a girlfriend and that that's a big part of his drag is like his love for his girlfriend and that they even do drag together. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so interesting interesting because people see um, drag as being reserved specifically for gay men and that it's almost kind of a pantomime rather than being an expression of love, I suppose. And um, Ellie was able to write from her own personal experience of being queer and it was just very, very well written and I really liked the image that we had because Scaredy Cat is just a beautiful queen (laughs) and she looked um, lovely in the header image. I remember seeing that, it was really, really good. Mm. I enjoyed it and it was really well, really well written. And one of those like really nuanced conversations that people probably don't feel, not like unwelcome to have, but like people would be uncomfortable 
just generally bringing that up. So I think in like a really nice professional article is the perfect way of doing it. So mine is the one that we actually had in print a few weeks ago. I can't remember when it was. Um, but it was an article all about the history of heels. And so it wasn't too like juicy. <gasps> no, I remember that page. It was really fun. Oh my gosh. And the girl who wrote it, I can't remember her name, which is really bad. But she drew all the little pictures of the heels. She drew she those. She drew them. The ones I remember I was like, where are your image credits? And yeah, like, she drew them. <laughs> That's and amazing. So she just went like above and beyond. And like, it was such an inter- interesting article as well. I was like, as if people used to wear shoes like that. I was so like judgy. Um, but honestly, <laughs> we like we loved editing it because we were like, this is just beautiful I writing, beautiful pictures. Mm-hmm. I had no yeah. idea that she find yeah. out her name and we'll. I think it might be my friend May. May. Possibly. She she goes by May and she um, also has designed the logo for Writer's Block. Um, and it had a real wow. rebranding and we're getting merch with it on soon. So. That's amazing. Shout out to her. Shout if it's you, I think it's you and you're great. <laughs> Estelle? Um, one that springs to mind is actually by the uh, comment editor slash my housemate slash my best friend. No nepotism in there. <laughs> um, it was the one on the pyramid schemes. I thought it was really <gasps> yes. nice. And I love, I love it when Life of Style covers um, like businessy stuff. Yes. And I feel all empowered. And, yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it's about pyramid schemes and how um, want to be influencers mm. uh, get kind of sucked in to uh, a pyramid scheme and. Uh, no, I remember that article. Yeah. That it was, was really, really nice. Trend, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Big, like, we, yeah, I think I, I remember, yeah, I really liked it because um, we, yeah, we did like a cool pyramid and it was just like really well written and it was just, it was quite different. Yeah, it's nice when you cover corporate stuff. Yeah. Because that is a part of life and style that people don't, well, something that wouldn't, people wouldn't think fall under the bracket of life yeah, and style. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice because it was talking about the kind of really, I can't remember the statistics at all, but it was like the incentives that people get sold being yeah. like come and, be an ambassador for yeah. this, like, um, what is it? MSL, multi, MLS, multi-level selling yeah, or multi, something? Yeah, they're actually illegal, these um, pyramid, pyramid schemes, but they're like kind of masked by, yeah. um, I can't remember off the top of my head some of the businesses that do it. Things like Arbonne, yeah. like they're not pyramid schemes, but they can't, they, yeah. like, mm. they're legal, the but way. they work in the same way and... Bit of a grey area. Yeah, yeah. and um, they they kind of made people think that it's a way to be an influencer because mm. you're not, like you're actually spending a lot more money than you're gaining and it's it's really corrupt actually. Yeah. It was just really interesting. Elizabeth, have you thought of one? <laughs> I have. Um, it's actually one that came out in print uh, this week about Valentine's Day and whether or not we should still be celebrating it. Um, and it had a really interesting part about how uh, companies kind of exploit the idea and it's all a marketing strategy. And it was interesting because right after I read that, I was walking past um, Pandora and they had a sign that mm. said, um, it had all like their charm bracelets and stuff. And then it said, show her that you know her. And there were just so many things wrong with this sign. Because it's like, it's playing into, it's manipulating. It's playing into like people's guilt of not mm. showing their loved one that they love them enough. and. Then the fact that it's, you know, it should be men buying women mm-hmm. gifts and it was just very pro- problematic. But, um, you know, the writer wrote about it really well. It was by Caitlin Gittins. Hmm. She was a new writer as well a couple of weeks ago. Oh, she well. Threw herself into it. Yeah. Show her that you know her. I know. You'd, you'd hope that you know them. Yeah. <laughs> Show her that you know her with a charm bracelet that... 60 other million people exactly. have. Exactly, everyone. Yeah, yeah. And if true. you don't buy that, then you don't know her. Yeah, yeah exactly. Her. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow, isn't it? Mm, that's we're recording you this, yeah. Loved up plans. We're spending it together. 
Galentine's. It's Galentine's today, actually. The 13th of February is Galentine's. We are. This is our Galentine's. That's really sweet. That is really cute. Well, this will be coming out after Valentine's Day, so we hope all our lovely listeners enjoy their day, whatever they're doing. Um, and next week we'll be having who's coming on next week? Science Tech. Yeah. Your your friends whoop, whoop. in the EA session. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're very excited to have them on. It's been lovely having Life and Style on. You brought some some life and some style into the Riffin Comics. But yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, we we'll hope to hear from you soon and see all the exciting content that's coming up. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. If you guys want to say goodbye, thank, thank you. It's all right, and we'll see all our lovely, well, here, be with whatever relationship we have with the digital world. Um, uh, soon. Yeah. So yeah. Bye. 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 Redbrick Recap People Papers Podcasts.